0: absolutely nobody like him. I, I hope you know him. I pray that you know him. I pray that you're walking in relationship with him and that he's the best thing in your life. Hallelujah. We thank the praise team for taking us in the workshop. Do you have your cracker? Do you have your juice? As we get ready to take the communion, he tells us to do this in we Remembrance of Him. The communion is to serve as a way to realign us back with Him. To get our eyes on the one who died for us, the one who rose for us, the one who saved us. See, life can throw everything at you and sometimes we get off, we get off center. We get out of alignment. But when you remember that it's really all about Jesus. Yeah. It helps you to, to forgive. It helps you to let go. It helps you to get back. That you know that he paid it all. Thank you, Lord. He made the ultimate sacrifice Thank for you Lord. and I. He gave all of his body. It was tore asunder. And He his blood poured out every drip, drop, drop, drip. Every ounce of his blood was poured out for you and I. And he did it for us. He did it for you. you. He did it for me. Let us eat and drink together in remembrance of the sacrifice of our Lord in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And glory be to God. He paid it all, and he got up with all power in his hands. Amen. Amen. We are continuing on with the series that we began, that walking in your purpose and destiny for such a time as this. The, The title of our sermon today is Finding Our Purpose, Destiny, and Life in Christ. Hallelujah. The scripture is our base scripture that we've been working out of is Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 coming out of the amplifier and it reads as such in our hearing. For we, that is we who are Christians, we are his workmanship. God is working on us to to bring out of us what he put in us. His own masterwork. Our masterpiece. You are a work of art. That's something to shout about. Hallelujah. Created in Christ Jesus. Reborn anew. That we may do the good works which God. Watch well this. He predestined. He preplanned before him. Matter of fact, he already has it worked out. You may not see it, but if you trust him, if you walk with him, God already has your life worked out for us taking paths, which he prepared ahead of time. Hallelujah. How excellent is that? That we should walk in them living the good life, which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, even now as we come, we ask that you move Tracy out the way. Pour out your power. Pour out your anointing. Lord, touch my lips. Lord, touch my tongue. That I may speak only that which you want me to speak. Lord, even now, Lord, even now, make clear your word for your glory. Let somebody see Jesus like they have never seen him before. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I hate to say this, but I got to speak truth. I think that many of us are still Still going by the old lie that Satan told Adam and Eve. Do you know how Satan got Adam and Eve to eat of the tree that they wasn't supposed to eat? He made them feel like God was holding out on them. He made them feel like that that, that, that their one desire was to be like their father. And that was God was their father. They were running the cool of the day and run to him. And God was downloading to them. Regardless how old you think you are in, in age, spiritually, we all, even at our best, are just toddlers. <laughs> you, you are not grown. You are not supposed to be independent of God. We are dependent on God. Adam and Eve was being downloaded into. God was sharing with him his knowledge. They used to run to him. The picture that I want to paint for you today is that of little children between the age of one and two. And they would run to their parents. They would delight in their parents. And parents, you ought to delight in them. When, you, when, they, when they see you, their eyes get big. Your eyes ought to get big. That is the relationship that Adam and Eve shared with God in the beginning. And that is the relationship that God wants with you, that he wants with me, that we're not independent of him. We are dependent on him. And he is sharing. He is downloading into our spirits what he has for us what he wants us to know, what he wants us to understand. That's that's, that's just the nature of God. We are his children. He he wants relationship. He wants a relationship where we delight in him and we delight in him and he delights in us. Hallelujah. But, But wait a minute. Even in us as Christians, many of us are trying to live life on our own. So, so, so when you don't see God as the loving father, we misconstrue his scriptures. We misconstrue his intent. We don't come to him with faith. We approach him with doubt. I think I told you before that that, that, that I was going through a situation and I was I was saying, Lord, I don't understand. And let me be honest with you, I was judging God on what I didn't understand. Did you know God will get you straight? I believe you can ask questions of God, but get ready for the answer. And, and if he don't answer, you got to be okay with that. And this is what the Lord said to me. He said, Tracy, you only got one piece of the puzzle it is a million-piece puzzle. And you trying to judge me by one piece of the puzzle? And I had to change my attitude. I had, I had to come to the level, Lord, I trust you, because I understand I don't see what you see. I don't know what you know. I don't understand what you understand. All that I know is, Lord, I don't like where I'm at, but I trust you. I trust you. Watch this. Listen to, to the third book of John, verse chapter 1, verse 1 through 4, and it says, the elder, the church addressed this letter to the beloved, esteemed Gaius, who I love in truth. Behold, I pray in every way. Listen, I pray in every way that your body Be kept well, even as your soul keeps well and prosper. Look what John writes. I pray that you prosper in every way. God is a God who wants us to prosper. That's why he said in Genesis chapter 1:27 it's not going to come up. He tells Adam and Eve, he said, multiply, be fruitful, you are blessed. God is a God who loves blessing his children. But notice what John said. He says, as your soul prosper, as you grow, he says, because I can't trust you with everything right now. Only as you grow up spiritually can I pour down into you more. Then I can give you more. Then I can trust you more. He says, I'm afraid that you're going to take your hands out my hands. Any parent who lets their two-year-old run around without being guided, without holding their hands, you're a bad parent. Any parent who is walking down the street and and it's it's the car is running by and by and you don't got a hold to your little baby. Your little baby can run out in the street and get hit. God is a good parent. And what God wants is he said, I will not put you in harm's way. I will let you, I will give you as much as I can trust you with because I am interested in your soul. I am taking care of you. You're my my grown children. You're my children, my little children. The more I see, the more I understand I need him. The more I see him, the more I'm thankful that I recognize it's been him all the time. You only find your purpose. You only find your destiny. Matter of fact, you only find your life as you give yourself more and more to him. The more you give yourself, the more you find who you really are. I hate to say this, but I got to say this. You know, the, the hardest thing to break is us. God God has to do it tenderly. God has to do it slowly because he's not trying to break your will. He's trying to mold it to the place that you're willing to say, yes, Lord. I trust you, Lord. I bless you, Lord. I live my life for you. You find life when you give your life. Listen, I'm not talking about tasks. I'm not talking about just doing a test. I'm talking about a relationship that you have given him the trust that you said, I turn my life over to your hands. You made me. And you made me for yourself. Not that you need me, but you know that I need you. You made me that I find my fulfillment only in you. Lord, I've been trying to find it every place else but in you. I know I'm talking to somebody. Listen, I'm not talking from what I heard. I'm talking from experience. That's how I chased everything. I chased things under the way. It wasn't until I surrendered that God began to show me this is what I created you for. When you're walking in your purpose, when you're walking towards your destiny, there is a fulfillment There is a joy. There is a peace. Listen, I'm not talking about circumstances. I'm talking about on the inside. When God works on you on the inside, stuff on the inside can't bother you like they used to. Listen, with this pandemic, with all the unrest, you should not be losing your mind. Hallelujah. When you know God got you. When you know favor and blessings is on you, you know God's going to make a way out of it. There's a peace that keeps you, keeps you. Genesis 2.25, short verse, and it says, And they both were naked, the man and his wife, and was not ashamed. He's not just talking about nakedness without clothes, but what he's saying is that they was complete within themselves. No insecurities, no feeling of being inferior, was not ashamed because they knew who they were in God. They looked into the eyes of God, their father, and watched this. And when they looked at each other, each one reflected what God thought about them. When you know who you are, you don't worry about what anybody else thinks about you. When you know who God has made you to be, it allows you to walk in the confidence. And when people don't like you, it really don't move you that much because you know that you're walking in your purpose. Listen, you're able to love people who don't love you. And I'm not saying it's not hard. I'm saying it is hard. But but listen, I refuse to allow anybody to make me walk in, 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 in bitterness. I refuse let anybody let me walk in animosity. See, I used to live that and that was bondage. Now that I got a taste of freedom, now that I know what it means to release stuff to God, when stuff comes up, I keep releasing. I keep letting it go. Why? Because I refuse for anybody to contaminate my spirit. There's a the freedom in Jesus. There's a completeness in him. Even when things are not all that on the outside, you know how to get on your knees and get before your God and get back on track and say, I trust you, Lord. Lord, it's you. You determine how high I go. You determine what my future is. You determine, Lord, it's you. It's you. Lord, it's you. Let's go on. Listen to Satan lie in Genesis 3, 4, and 5. Then the serpent. Somebody said, well, why does he come through the serpent? Because at this time, Satan had no access to their minds. Right now, Satan can send his thoughts his attitudes into our minds. Then when God made them... There was no access into their minds, so he used the vocal cord of a serpent to speak into them. It's only when they open up their minds, disobeyed God, and said, we found another way. We found our own way, that all of a sudden Satan became the small g God, of this world and he began to send out his attitude Ephesians chapter 2 said that he is the prince of the power of the air which means he sends out his attitude not even to think about all the demons he got that left heaven with him listen Satan knows he messed up so you know what he would have messed you up too Lord help our thinking Help us to get back where you called us to. John 10, 9 and 10 says, Jesus says, I am the door. If anyone enters by me and he's the only way to to get in, hallelujah, he will be saved. He says, and go in and out of fine pastures. Nobody says pasture. Pasture is where you find nourishment, where you find food to eat. It's where you get fed. What are you fed? feeding on what's feeding your spirit what's feeding your mind he said i will speak to you my word will speak to you the holy spirit that is in you will speak to you if you let me speak i will make you healthy I will direct you. I will guide you. Look what he says. He goes on and says, the thief comes except to kill, steal, and destroy. That is to steal, kill, and destroy your image of yourself. (laughs) That that if you don't know who you are, that that, that part of you that's been, been born again is created after Christ Jesus, then you can't walk in what God has given you. Look what Jesus said. He said, but I can't give you life. Life, zoid life. It's the Greek word for spiritual life. And it means more abundantly. Out of your spiritual flow, rivers of living water in every area of your life. God wants to overflow. God wants to overtake us as we walk in our purpose. Hallelujah. We misunderstand the heart of God when we don't know God's heart. And when you don't know his heart, you misunderstand his word. Have you ever been mistaken where somebody thought you meant something because they didn't know you? Have you ever sent a text and because they couldn't hear the reflection of your text, they thought you meant one thing and you meant something else? So just as we can miss one another, the intent of one another. Many times in reading his word, we miss the intent of his word. Hallelujah! Many times we don't understand that in His Word is always full of love. whenever I I don't understand what God is up to, whenever I don't understand a, a passage in His Word, what I recognize where I go to is that God so loved us that He gave us His only begotten Son, and I know that the main character of God is love towards us. So I reinterpret the verse. I read. I reread it. I get it in. Me. It says show me Lord because your intent is always for our good never for our bad. So Lord I, I trust you. John Piper who is a pastor he's a theologian. One of his favorite people to quote or that he studied is Jonathan Edwards. Jonathan Edwards was an American theologian during the 1700s. Jonathan Edwards always talked about that one of our greatest purposes is that we should work to glorify God. Hallelujah. Uh, Piper took this and he came up with this. God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in him. Look at what we said. God not just asking you to give him glory, but glory comes out of you when you find him to be the best thing in your life. (laughs) Listen, it's not us wooing God. It's God wooing us. Listen, you will only experience uh, as much of Jesus as you allow him to take over. Some of us don't find him praiseworthy because we haven't allowed him To get that deep in us But I want to talk to somebody That knows what I'm talking about That when you let him in When you let him in to a deeper level That your praise today Is deeper than the praise yesterday Hallelujah Now now nobody can move you away From him Because you have experienced The goodness of the Lord That in your own personal life He has showed up and showed out he walks with you. He talks with you. Matter of fact, he's your best friend. He's my best friend. Listen, can't nobody make me doubt Jesus because my experience with him. Listen, I can talk and debate from a scriptural standpoint, archaeology standpoint, theology standpoint, but the one thing that you can't move away from me, and those you can't move me out of that, because I know what I'm talking about, but my experience with him, nobody but the Lord. Nobody but the Lord. My brother and sister, what I'm saying is that as you allow him to take The driver's seat. As you allow him and give him the keys to your life, when you experience him, you begin to realize he is real. He will do exactly what he said he was going to do. He is just that good. Not only do you find purpose and destiny, you find your life. Satan told Adam and Eve that you're going to find it outside of God. And he still is perpetrating that same lie, even in the church, even among Christians, that we're trying to find our meaning, our purpose, our joy, our satisfaction outside of Christ. That's that's, that's for the world. For us, we ought to know that it's nobody but him. Hallelujah, 9, 23, and 24 says, It says, He said to all, If anyone will come after me, let him deny himself, disown himself, forget, lose sight of himself and his own interest, and refuse and give up himself, and take up his cross daily and follow me. Cleave steadfastly to me, conform wholly to my example, and live in. He says and also in dying, for whoever preserve his life and save it will lose it, but whoever loses life for my sake he will be preserved and save it. and what he's trying to say is this: your life is in me. Yes, he said, you're that little child and I, I will hold you, I will walk with you, I will direct you, I will show you because as we said in Ephesians chapter. 10, he said, he said I, your path has already been laid. I have already written it out. I wrote it so that it will fulfill you and satisfy you. I wrote it because I know everything about you. In fact, I, I put it in you. He even said, I will give you the desires of your heart because I know what desires I put in you. And if you follow me, I will break out those desires in your spirit and I will give it to you and we will delight together. I, I will meet you where you at and take you where you need to be. He said, I'm up to something. You may not see it right now. But, but but when you come to the end of your life you would say that the Lord's been good. I love David. I love the character of David cuz David has extreme he 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 he, he worships. And when he worshipped, he worshipped with all of his heart. But when he sinned, he was in it all the way. David has extreme ups and downs. But there's one thing about David. He loved the Lord. Matter of fact, God said of him, David will do exactly what I tell him to do, and he's going to fulfill it. David, listen what I'm saying. If you would ask him, David would say, matter of fact, he says it in Psalm 27. He said, one thing I desire of the Lord, that I may require of him that I may see the beauty of the Lord why are all these people who got close to him falling in love with him how is it that that they can say this how is it that Paul can say in the book of Philippians he said to know him intimately to, to have the fellowship and the power of his resurrection how is it that they can fall in love with him how is it that Moses, here he is in the book of Exodus 33, he said, Lord, if I have found favor in you, show me more of your goodness, show me more of your glory. There's something about the Lord that once you see him, you want more of him because he's the best thing that could ever happen to you, and it keeps on getting better. talking about religion. I'm talking about a relationship where every day you're walking with him. Every day you're talking with him. Every day you find him directing your life. Filling your life. Holding your life. And no matter what the devil throws at you, you know that God is good enough to keep you. Hallelujah. hallelujah glory watch this it's john 15 10 12 and it says if you keep my commandments if you continue to obey my instructions, if you anybody saying this if you follow after me if you abide in my love listen abide in my love see it's not just instruction not law but love why you do it because you are falling in love with me. So, since you love me, you want to obey my instructions. You want to live in my love. You want to, you want to keep on walking in my love just as I has obeyed my Father's commandment and lived on in his life. You know, love is action. <laughs> love is more than feelings. Love is that you would do for somebody else to help them. Well, I says, can, can, I go, can I go a little bit deeper? Can I go a little bit deeper? Well, I said, when you are full of the love of God, you can't help but love other folks. Amen. Now, I have to admit, some folks are hard to love. I have to admit, you got to pray over some folks. Amen. <laughs> I got to admit that sometimes you got to take it to the Lord. And the Lord got to work you through. Your anger, work you through your hurt, work you through your pain. Listen, this is not easy, but there's a supernatural grace on you. There's a supernatural empowerment with you to the place you don't want nothing or nobody to cut off your pipeline to your blessings and your favor. There is favor when you're trying to walk with God. There are blessings when you're trying to walk with God. There's something so incredible about him that you don't want nothing to get in the way of him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. He is worthy to be praised. Amen. Amen. Listen, Isaiah 53, 45 says, Surely he has borne our grief and carried our sorrow. We esteem him, stricken Smitten by God, afflicted. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace is on him. With his stripes, we are here. You know what that's saying? He gave up everything for you and I yes, sir. so that we can enjoy him. Amen. He moved your. Know, past sins, your present sins, your future sins out the way. Matter of fact, you need to say it's covered. It's covered. And the reason why he did this was that we couldn't do it. But he loved us enough that he did it for us. Why? Because he created us to, to, to know him and to enjoy him and to be downloaded into by him that we can live forever with him
1: yeah.
0: that's love <laughs> that's love I, I know we're living in a broken world I know we got a lot of problems out here but I, I want to say to you yeah we need to fight on for justice we need to fight on but we're not home yet <laughs> we're not home yet Matter of fact, may, may, may I say this I expect the world to get worse now, I'm going to keep on preaching. Like, preaching can change everything because I want everyone to be saved. But I expect that the devil is wrapping up his evil because he knows his time is short. Huh, I know I'm right about it. But I expect Jesus to come get to church sometime soon. And we're out of here. Hallelujah. That's something to shout about. That's something, to, that's something to say. I trust you, Lord. Life is about being loved by him then showing your love to other people. Let me, let, me, let me bring this home. It's not just you being loved on. It's you being loved through. Let me explain. A water hose that carries water also get wet. <laughs> when you are being used by God to love other people, to make a difference in other people, don't you think God's going to bless you? Amen. Yes, he will. The, the, the saddest, the most miserable people in the world, the most complaining people in the world is selfish people. When you are selfish and it's all about you, and that's what Satan has set up, then you are miserable because you're always looking for people on the outside to fulfill you on the inside. But the only one that can fulfill you, his name is Jesus. And once you get filled with Jesus, you're not looking for other people, but you begin to bless people because you got something to bless them with. Hallelujah. Your purpose is about touching lives. The relationship pouring out. And the more you pour out, the more God pulls in. I, I, I'm learning that I control my own blessings by how much I pour out for him. How much I'm willing to run for him. When I'm willing to run for him, God keeps pouring more in. God keeps blessing me. God keeps keeping me. God keeps teaching me. God keeps Pouring into me Why? Because I'm pouring out So as I pour out He pours in Many people think that it's a deficit If you pour out But I'm telling you it's a plus God don't just add He multiplies So the bigger blessing you are The more God multiplies in your life And God will start sending stuff your way To the place You don't even understand where it's coming from But you recognize He's your source and your resource he's your blesser and your keeper he's your everything so when god sends you someplace
1: go and do what god tells you to do hallelujah that's something to shout about because he gave first to you
0: he gave to me hallelujah glory be to god watch this and i'm finishing up now it says Is this such a fast as you, what I have chosen? A day, is Isaiah 58, 5 and 12. A day that a man will humble himself for sorrow of his soul. Is, Is this true fasting merely mechanical? And what he's saying is, you're fasting, but it's just mechanical. Your heart has nothing to do with it. Is it only bowing down your head like a bull rush? and spread sackcloth and ashes under him to indicate a condition of a heart that you do not have. He said, you can fake it to everybody else, but you can't fake it to me. (laughs) Listen to verse, 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 verse 6. Rather, is not this the fast that I have chosen? This is God talking. Loosen the bonds of wickedness. Sounds like today, don't it? Undo the bonds of the yoke. Let the oppressed go free. That you break (coughs) every yoke enslavement. Is it not to divide your bread with the hunger? To bring homeless poor into your house? When you see the naked that you cover him. That you hide yourself not from your own flesh and blood. He says when you do this thing. When this start happening, when my church begins to really be blessers, yes, sir. when you begin to look at the weak and the unfortunate, when you begin to break the yoke that men have set up, then he says, then, look what he says, he says, you waiting for me to move? God said, I'm waiting for you to move. God, You waiting for God to bless? God said, I'm waiting for you to bless. He says, then your light will break forth like the morning. And your healing will be restored and there will be power of a new life to spring forth speedily. Your righteousness, your righteousness and your justice and your right relationship with the Lord. Listen, God is saying when you bless, I bless. When you pour out, I pour out. He said you think you're waiting on me, but I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on you to reach out your heart. I'm waiting on you to reach out your hand. He said, dear, I'm going to do what I told you I'm going to do. When you begin to look past yourself and see somebody else, Then I'm gonna see you make a move and I'm gonna make a move. Our God is ready to bless us if we just trust Him. I wonder today is God working on your heart that you can let go of selfishness and tell God, Lord, use me. I make myself
1: available. Lord, I get in your way. Tell me what you want me to do. Tell me. Where you want me to go? Lord, I don't have much, but the little I got. Lord, I I, 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 I I, can help somebody. I can encourage somebody. I can make a way for somebody. Lord, help me to take my eyes off of me. Help me to take my eyes and put it on you. Just show me who you want me to touch. Let my hands be your hands. Let my mouth be your mouth. Let my feet be your feet. Lord, you was a walking blessing let me be a walking blessing you was created to be a walking blessing quit complaining quit crying get up get up get up and bless somebody call him on the phone talk to it. lift them up pray for somebody Make a way for somebody. Intercede for somebody. And when God sees us do that, He will bless and bless and bless. If you want more, give more. Because the more you give, the more you get. That's the principle of giving and receiving. That's why he said it's more blessed to give than receive. Because if you give, He'll give you more bless you back he'll take care of you he'll take care of you oh 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 he'll take care of you if you open up your heart if you open up your life he will bless you he's our example
0: all and we, when we are like him he'll start pouring he'll start blessing because we become his distributors of his good things of his love of his righteousness he's waiting on us he's waiting on us to open up our hearts first to him and let him love on us and then we pour out to others the world would tell you no the world say you shouldn't the world would say you're being used listen you can't use me if I choose to if I want to bless somebody And that's not you. I want to. Because I know who's going to bless me back. Lord, we look to you. Lord, you're our source. Today, he gave everything to save you. He poured out his life to give you life. And he got up with all power in his hands. And forgiveness is yours if you come to him. And the more you open up your heart, the more he'll walk in. And you will discover just how good he is. He's real. He's so real. He's so good. We want you to experience the goodness, the love, the power of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's basically saying, Lord, come into my life. I give you all that I am. I believe that you died for me and you rose for me. And the Holy Spirit will come into your spirit and create a new spirit in you. And things will begin to change. There's a growing process. Just like growing physically, growing spiritually is a growing process. But you have to want to. I want to. I want to walk with you. I want to grow with you. I pray that right now you tell Jesus, Lord, save me. Lord, Lord, come in. Lord, I trust you. Lord, I believe you. Lord, I need you. And he will no wise cast you out. Lord touch. Even now, Lord, touch. Somebody needs you. They're crying out. So Lord, just touch. Move. Move. And wherever they're at, move, Lord. God will say yes to Jesus. I do say yes to you, Lord. Yes. Amen.